podcast in which we try to keep it motivating, inspirating, and encouraging. I want to thank you for tuning in with us again. I hope and pray that you enjoyed our last episode, and um, we're back with a new one. Uh, the topic that we want to address today is something that I believe that just about the entire country is uh, relating to today, and it's uh, dealing with the uh, death of George, George Floyd. So, uh, with that, I'd like to first say that uh, my condolences goes out to the family of George Floyd. I pray that they are able to be able to, to endure the, the love and the loving spirit that it appears to me that this brother possessed even when he was here and now even in his passing. I pray that they are able to be blessed by that. I pray that God finds it that he can heal them through knowing how much George Floyd was loved. Personally, some of the stories that I hear about him and how he was a loving and giving and caring individual. And and as far as I see this, it was evident based upon all the people that found it in their hearts to go out and uh, protest and go out and speak so that his uh, his loving spirit is, is able to resonate throughout the entire nation and abroad. So I want to I want to thank his family also for um, being able to bless us to be able to share and some of those memories. I want to encourage them by saying that the spirit of George Floyd still exists. It's still here amongst this nation and it has love all over it. I want to say that personally, even at at a moment where I became uh, very discouraged in my life, looking at all the things that we are up against, such as the pandemic and all the stresses that that people may be dealing with, uh, uh, you know, pertaining to that. With watching some of these racist incidents taking place um, throughout the country myself, even one as such as uh, we are presently uh, faced with, with uh, Ahmaud Avery, the brother who was out jogging and, um, you know, stopped into a place which was under construction, um... Afterward, taking off and jogging throughout the community and was basically hunted down and killed. So with all these things taking place, uh, being the advocate in my community, um, as I've been, being the one that uh, 
Thank God he has blessed me to be able to go out and support my community and try to encourage others, you know, in times of need. Yes, I found my, myself broken a bit. I found uh, um, myself dealing with a little discouragement simply because of where we are as a nation and where we are as a people. But I must say, again, thank you to George Floyd's uh, family for allowing us to be able to connect to the love that he evidently possessed. And then also all the people who came out, who found it in their hearts to want to stand up uh, um, for, 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 uh, for justice and to be able to um, come out and stand for what's right pertaining to the prejudices that we find um, taking place in our country. Uh, this, this right here has, has inspired me greatly. You know, it has inspired me to hope. Where, like I say, at a moment I was beginning to lose hope for the direction that we were taking. This country. This country, which is supposed to be the land of the free. The land of the brave. This country, who is supposed to be one of the leading and most dominant countries in the entire world. One of the wealthiest, in which we find so much poverty. One of the most diverse, in which we find so much prejudice. One of the most God-fearing, in which we find so many different religions. So I don't understand why it is that we ourselves are afraid of diversity. Why we are afraid of variety. When we stop and take a look at God and God's uniqueness and the gift that he has given to, to us, to this world. It's variety. It's diverse. Because God is so awesome, he's so unique, that I don't believe he would have created one of anything. This is how awesome he was. God gave us variety. He gave us variety as it pertains to the plants and the trees. Um, he, he also gave us variety as it applies to the animals. He gave us variety as it applies to his people. And even confuse the languages, so we have variety there. So I don't understand why is it that we find ourselves at a point where we are able to possess so much fear and so much hate. Where as it pertains to uh, uh, being able to understand or appreciate or identify with everyone's original uh, uh, um, state. Of, of 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 ethnicity. I don't know why it is. In the country of the United States of America. But regardless, folks, I guess this is a reality, this are the times that we are dealing with. But but here we are. Here we are, following the death of George Floyd. Where we have just about every state in our nation flooded with a diverse 
population of people going out, marching throughout our cities and states, protesting for the justice and protesting for what they know is not right and what they know is not good and what they know is not God. So with this, I am once again encouraged. Where I was discouraged, I am now encouraged. For now, I see hope. I see the potential that this country can better itself. That we as a people can better ourselves. And I believe that with this connection, there brings a a, a united and diverse identity which will allow us to be able to possess the one true gift and which I believe will save this entire world, not just this nation, and that's love. Because when we look at God, and regardless to religion, we know and we can agree with one thing, that we serve a God of love. So if the God that you serve is a God of love and not a God of hate, then the simple math based upon that tells us the route that we should go. And I believe that is that love and that unconditional state of love which will heal this nation and which will heal this world. Because God loved us so much That he gave us uniqueness and he gave us variety and he gave us gifts that we are able to be able to find others who are different than us and find some common ground of identity which will give us a greater appreciation for them. That it will bless us to be able to do mirror imaging and in turn have more appreciation for ourselves. And that's what that does when you tend to have an open mind about it. It tends to give you an opportunity, a blessed gift to be able to look at yourself and have a greater appreciation for you, who you are, your traditions, your culture, your history, and your present state. So when we tend to take and look at others and We tend to look down at others and we tend to show prejudice against others. That's a poison. That's a poison that spreads like a virus. It's like a cancer. It can grow because we have to remember this is something and this is these are belief systems or these are these are our thoughts or our ways of conducting ourselves that we may tend to pass on to others. Somebody's always watching. We may have a son or a daughter or a little brother or niece or a nephew who are watching us. They're hearing what we say. They watch how we treat others. And they're going to emulate that. So we have a responsibility not only to ourselves but to others to be able to show them the right way. To be able to guide and direct them. To be the navigator just as God is the navigator for us. Because of love, because of his love for us. God, I mean, Christ said on the cross, he wouldn't leave us alone. He left us with his awesome anointed spirit. 
He left, left us with armor. He left us with the word. God didn't leave us alone. He blessed us with the navigator for life, the scriptures, so that we are able to, to, to read the scriptures, suck it up and absorb it so that it can bless our lives, so that we can, we can, we can be connected to this awesome anointed spirit and it can direct us and guide us through this life so that we are able to live and have a more prosperous life here and the gift of eternal life in heaven. So that we, one day, will see the blessings that our names will be written in the Lamb's book of life. And we will have a place in the kingdom of heaven with our Father. So we have to do mirror imaging. We have to self-reflect. And sometimes we have to sit back and really give thought. Is this thing about us? Or is this thing about others who are affected by us? The things we do, the things we say, and the things that we tend to teach others. There's great effects. There are great effects. There are great consequences. So love is the key. Hate is toxic. That poisonous state of mind, that hardened heart, that foul head. We pray that we not possess that. Because the one thing we would not want is to be forced to humility. We would not want to be placed in a position where God would have to humble us because of our disobedience. Or because we tend to sin against God. Love is the key. Love is the key. So we gotta, we have to be more open-minded. Let's be more open-minded, people. Let's not forget that it's one blood. One blood has saved us all. When we find ourselves possibly in an incident or position where we may need plasma. And that plasma may be donated from someone over a thousand miles away whom we never known or never met before. And this is the only thing, the only route that you can take that will save and bless your life. At that point, to give you an opportunity to have a life, a healthy, happy, and prosperous life with your family, whom you will probably dread leaving, would you care th about that person's race, color, background? Would you care? Would you care if you were in a river drowning and you didn't have the skill or the gift of being able to swim. And the person over the ledge that was looking down at you. Was of a different color than you. Would you care? If it took for him to jump in to save you. Would you reject it because of his color?
there's a fine line between love and hate. And I don't want to find myself even straddling the fence. Because I know what's going to bless me. What's going to bless my brothers and sisters. And this is the route that I want to take. This is the, this is the, the gift that I want to possess so that I am able to bless someone else with. We all will be found at a point where we will all be held accountable to what we've done and with this life that God's so gracefully given us, so lovingly given us. When we are at that point and find ourselves in a moment of forgiveness, what will we want? Will we pray that God shows His mercy and His grace upon us for our shortcomings, anything we failed to do, which was pleasing to God? So then we have to use that and be able to exercise the ability to forgive others for anything they may have done to wrong us, first of all. And second of all, to be able to not possess hate, which is of the enemy, but instead love, which is of God himself. I pass this message on to all my listeners, my family, friends, and loved ones, because again, I believe that is love that's going to not only heal this nation, it's going to heal this entire world. I believe that that same love will put us in a position where God will heal this land of this pandemic and its hate and anything else that's not of the Spirit of God. Thank you again for all my listeners. As I always say, I love you. And I pray that this message bless someone. Until next time, be blessed. True reveal. I want you to wait on me. Baby, if you wait on